Incoming transmission. Said the feet of non-oe. Life, uh, finds a way. Start the Stark Contrast. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Stark Contrast. As always, I am your host, Rod Stark. I know a lot of you guys are coming off of a long Thanksgiving weekend, probably having a little bit of trouble getting back into the swing of things, back to the normal work week, but I myself did not have that luxury. Woe is me. I had to work most of the time. There is no rest for the weary when it comes to FedEx. We're just getting into the peak holiday shopping season, which means our life over at the FedEx facilities are a bit crazy, but we got to do the job that Santa won't make sure Christmas comes on time. I know we all hate those dreaded words of online shopping when it comes to my business, but I myself am guilty of online shopping, so I can't complain too much. I know I'm uh, looking real forward to this winter storm we're fixing to have here in Michigan, the first real snowfall that we've had. We had a little bit before, but nothing like this. It looks like we're going to have some school closures, but there are no such thing as closures for the FedEx guy. There can be a foot of snow, and here we are. Unlike the uh, the school kids, I am out and about making sure you guys get your boxes on time. We're already seeing some of those Black Friday packages that people ordered showing up here on the old FedEx truck. So, yay, yay, rah, rah, here we go. I do want to say, if you do see a delivery driver out and about, make sure you give them a little bit of room. Those trucks aren't too fun to get around on the road, but we'll get away from my favorite thing in the world work and uh, start the actual show. So I hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving weekend, spent time with family and friends, or just enjoyed the time away from work. If you did have to work, welcome to, you know, the uh, adulthood. I got a lot of feedback on the last episode. Everybody was pretty excited to hear from Liam and asking if we were going to hear from him again. He has confirmed that he will stop into the podcast next week. So if you have any of those questions for him, make sure to drop them in the email or the hotline that I'll give you a little bit later on. I know everybody was excited to hear from the teenager that the podcast talks about so frequently. And uh, he was happy to see that uh, you guys are actually enjoying the podcast. I don't think he believed anybody listened to it, so... When he heard back that people were already downloading the episode the same day, he got pretty excited. With that, I do have some listener questions for today. I'm going to avoid, there were a couple for Liam, but I'm going to wait until a further date because he's not on the podcast today. But we'll get going. You've mentioned hunting, and we have you had any success with hunting? I have not. I've seen deer, but I haven't shot any. I am the... Uh, the old goose egg so far on the hunting excursions do have a little bit of time left, but it's been hard these past few weeks with the old work schedule to get out there. And when I have got out there, I haven't had too much of the luck. The gun season here in Michigan ends on November 30th. I'm not sure that I will even get out again before the end of that, but there's some time with the crossbow afterwards. That's my favorite kind of hunting anyways. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be kind of cold, but last year I hunted uh, several weeks in sub-zero temperatures, so it'd be nothing new to do a little cold weather hunting. But no, alas, I have not got any deer. I do have three tags, so hoping to at least get a couple deer. 
that way they last through the year. Last year I got two and I ran out just about the start of this season. So hopefully we'll get a couple deer in there. I know there's a couple listeners to the podcast that aren't big on hunting, but uh, something that I've, I've been raised on. And not only that, I feel like it's the cleanest meat. I know I've talked about that before. I thoroughly enjoy venison. It doesn't go to waste, so I have to say I enjoy it. Here we go, listener question number two. When a tree falls in the forest, do you hear it? I have actually heard a tree fall in the forest, so you do hear it if you're there. If nobody's around, does it make a sound? I would say it still does. There's still other creatures and such that could observe it. So yes, I have heard a tree fall in the forest, and it makes one hell of a sound. Scares the crap out of you if you're not ready. Speaking of scaring the crap out of you, I got up on Thanksgiving morning and went out hunting. And I got out there in the dark. I don't use a flashlight to go out because I don't want to spook the deer. Walked out and uh, it was pretty cloudy, so there wasn't much light. Anyways, I got into the tree and I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden I hear a whoo really loud right next to me. And sure enough, there was a huge owl sitting in the tree stand with me. Uh, on a branch right next to me and was he wasn't phased at all just sat there and I, I just sat still didn't really want a confrontation with a big ass owl and uh, let him go he sat there until about daybreak and then flew off no harm no foul but definitely uh, scared the crap out of me or pretty close to it if I would have had crap to crap I would have probably crapped my pants so you do hear trees fall in the woods as well as other woodland creatures Next question. Do you think employers should be able to use an employee's social media as means or basis for discipline? That is a complicated question in my book. I do understand why some positions they would look at that. I'm not big on if it's an outside presence that doesn't interfere with work or doesn't impact work. If people don't know where you work compared to where your social media is, I'm not big on them using that. But I can understand how if people associate you with your position with a company, how they would see that as a reflection on the company and could use that for disciplinary actions. And obviously, if it was something that violated city, state or federal laws, that would be a question of yes, definitely. If it's just a moral or a views issue, if you have no association with your job on your social media and there's no tie to that to where your vocal position or your uh, upfront position with the company. I don't think that it should be a focus of discipline, but I do see how companies could use that as disciplinary action. I'm not big on it, but I, I do understand where they're coming from to an extent. Should people comply with states that demand a repeal of your 2A rights if you are a medical or recreational marijuana user. I don't believe that's constitutional. I know that they've done it a few times, but I don't think it's been brought up to the Supreme Court. I think that would be overturned if it had. I don't believe that they should have the right to infringe on your Second Amendment rights, no matter what kind of uh, user of marijuana you are, especially if you're doing it in a lawful way, as in medical or or recreational marijuana use in states where it's legal. So therefore, I don't think it should affect your right to bear arms. That being said, using marijuana and then carrying a firearm. So if you're under the influence, I don't think that's proper. And I think that wouldn't hold up. 
But to say that people can't have weapons or own weapons just because they use marijuana or have a medical marijuana card, I don't think that's really constitutional. If it was brought up, I don't think it would stand. There's a second part to that question. Furthermore, is a person justified in the use of reciprocal force if an attempt to remove them of their inalienable rights is made? While I do understand what you're saying with the right to defend yourself, I don't think that would be the best facet of regaining your rights. It's just going to escalate. don't think it's the best idea to go up against the government arms, especially if it's one man versus the local law enforcement. It's not going to end well for you. I think your better grounds for action would be to appeal it and work your way up the court system. I know that's not a fun process and probably expensive, but I think more will be done that way than standing up and yeah, they're, they're going to end up twisting the narrative. You'll look like a crazy man and probably end up dead and you won't have your guns either way. So your best bet is not to reciprocate force. I know it sounds kind of detrimental and it, I do understand where you're coming from with defending your rights but in the system we have now in the way the society is i think you're better off just complying and then going with the grounds of appeal hope i answered your question as best and as fully as you had hoped i would next question where's the box well, that's referring to the hunting. I have seen some bucks, mostly in the bow season, but I haven't seen anything with antlers here in the gun season other than when I'm on my FedEx route. I think they like to taunt me. They know I don't have my gun with me. So unfortunately, they're not in my freezer. I don't have any any uh, venison, as I mentioned before. Next question. Would the Mothman have super creepy moth genitalia or super creepy human genitalia? Well, I think that would depend on if you believe the mothman is a man that was mutated into a moth-like creature or a moth that was expanded into a humanoid creature i would say that the mothman i would guess that the mothman is some kind of uh that's a hard one to say okay i i would say that the mothman is more likely to be a human man that went through some kind of radiation or something and became fused with a moth so i would say human genitalia but perhaps it is a moth that you know turned into a humanoid creature which would give it moth genitalia either way not fun if you ever come in face to face with a mothman make sure to observe his junk and give us a report back here on the podcast we'll be sure to share it with everybody else I do appreciate all those listener questions it was a fun one uh, i know they weren't all the typical ones but as always, I do enjoy those. And we'll we'll give you that hotline number again in a little bit to leave any kind of questions you have. I got an update on the computer I ordered on Black Friday. I was all excited, had the order in, and then looked at the tracking thing, and it said it was canceled. So I got a hold of Office Max, and they tried to tell me that it was canceled because I punched in my card number wrong for my banking card and there was some kind of error because of that and nothing was charged so then it was canceled. Well, I looked on my banking statement and I do have a pending charge so they were incorrect. I tried to explain that to the lady and she said there was nothing they could do about it. 
I would have to reorder. So I went to reorder on their, their website and it said that I had already purchased that item and there was a one per person limit. So I wasn't able to. So while I was still on the internet uh, chat interface with this lady, I explained to her that wasn't letting me do that and asked her to lift the restriction so I could reorder it. And she said that they weren't able to do that because there was already one ordered. So I would have to pick something else, which they didn't have any other laptops that were equivalent or a good deal. So I explained to her that I didn't have one already. So therefore I needed one replaced. And anyway, they were no help at all. It kind of got, it's up in the air. I ended up reordering as a guest and then they held that order for inspection because they weren't sure if I had ordered another one. So I might have a laptop coming, but I'm not sure. I have two pending charges, which is always awesome. Supposedly the first one is just a hold and will drop off today. So we'll see. Could be paying, uh, or at least they could be holding my money and trying to get a refund out of Office Depot because they didn't send me any computers. So we'll see how that goes. Wasn't uh, impressed at all with their customer service. So if you have any computer needs, avoid Home Depot. Or Home Depot, Office Depot, sorry. Avoid Office Depot. If you're going to Home Depot for a computer, you're probably in trouble anyways. But if you want a computer service that's going to you know treat you right, avoid the Office Depot. With that, I'm going to kind of wrap it up, call it a good Monday. I hope you guys have a great one. If you are in the Midwest and you're getting hammered by all this snow, I hope you uh, are a cautious driver and avoid getting into any accidents or that kind of stuff. We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there. As always, the hotline number is 920-395-8930 and our Email address is thestarcontrast at AOL.com. As I mentioned, Liam's going to be on next week, so if you had any questions or comments for him, be sure to pass those along, and we'll hit those on one of the next week's episodes. I will see you on Friday. I hope you guys all have a great work week. And with that, always remember to fight the fog. And that's when to grow on.